Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back. This is Christine Jewell. We are here in the Untamed Life podcast, and today we are diving in to a topic I know that all of you listening can relate to, and that is the topic of performance pressure. You know what I'm talking about, that pressure cooker that is brewing and building beneath the surface. It's always there at any moment, feels like it's about to explode. And it is so common and just the norm in the high performance, top performers community, anyone that is driven, type A personality, a go-getter. If you have accomplished much, achieved much, accumulated much, done much up until this point in your life, you are very familiar with what I'm talking about. So today I really want to address this pressure cooker that we put ourselves in. Where does it come from? What causes it? I want to give you some practical tools um, of how to move through that and start to shift your operating system. And I mean, you guys, performance pressure is a real thing. And I want to, you know, by the end of this podcast, I want you to know that we are a hundred percent in control of the pressure gauge. We cannot control the chaos around us. We cannot control everyone else's mood, the projects that are coming at us, but we have so much um, power and ability to begin to shift our energy, the pressure that is created inside our reactions. And just imagine if you could show up and tr- show up for all of the things in your life and truly bring all of your presence to your business, your family, your team, while also being able to experience a sense of calm in the chaos, ease in your body and freedom in your mind. Um, this has been my journey. It's always a work in progress. By no means am I going to jump on here and be like, yeah, I have perfected the art. But what I can tell you is I can relate to the feelings in the body, the pressure in the chest, the never incessant noise ending, never ending noise in the mind. And I have, you know, I've taken the journey of really breaking free from that. So that is no longer the norm. And I'm really passionate about sharing this journey how to move through this and supporting other leaders who want to really continue to impact, amplify, multiply um, the people around them, the gifts that they've been given and do so from a place of ease. So um, this is super important, you guys. If you are a top producer, high achiever, driven individual, I mean, that innate drive in you, (laughs) that fire in your heart, the fire in your belly, the drive to move, to create, to produce is there on purpose. And it's there for a purpose. But I know that you can relate to this, that that drive, that innate drive that is in us, 
It will either kill us in the end over the course of time if we don't learn how to work with it and harness it and shift it as we move through different seasons of life. It will either kill us, you know, it'll destroy our health, destroy relationships, burn things to the ground, or we will be able to harness it shift the way we work with it and become someone who multiplies and amplifies everything and everyone around us while being able to fully experience the life that we are living instead of living in the future or the past all the time, rarely being present. So as always, I'm going to give you guys a very practical, tactical tool at the end. I have a free gift for you today. I'm liking giving the the gifts away right now. I'm feeling generous. So make sure that as you guys are tuning in, if I've got these downloads for you, I'm telling you, these are tools in the toolbox that I pick up, that I use, that I help clients implement. So these are not just quick little whatever's things that I just threw together just to get you on an email list. Absolutely not. These are tools that I implement and use in my own life that I walk my clients through. So I, I'm giving these from my heart to you because I know that they work. They are game changers. So make sure if I ever say you've got a download or a free gift, um, receive the gift. Cause one thing we know about high achievers and, and <laughs> people in our shoes is often we have not been trained to receive. We always think like, what's the catch? It's not going to be good. You know, whatever the, the, BS that we have going. And I want you to get into a state of receivership. So I'm here to give, I'm here to to serve and share what's working and invite you into a deeper conversation with me, of course. So let's just dive on in. First of all, I am just going to start by saying, I know you can relate that many of you are in your head 24-7. It feels like maybe your brain never shuts off. There is always something to do, always someone relying on you, always people pulling at your energy, demanding your presence, needing you to make a decision. And it can feel so taxing physically, mentally, emotionally to be spread so thin and really need to be quote unquote, the source of all things for all people. And, um, you know, that when you're operating in your head, you guys have heard me say this, I will say this again and again, It is extremely difficult, impossible to be fully present in the now. And oftentimes we are living in the future, right? Like the what if, well, who else is waiting for me? What project needs to get moved? What is my, you know, partner going to expect of me when I get home, the kids. And when we live in that place between here and the future, it is always like such a place where anxiety loves to brew, right? There's a state of anxiousness, anxiety that takes over us and it seems to take over our body and we just can't seem to calm it down. So I find a lot of my, uh, my peeps, I can relate to this, spend a lot of time in the future, sometime in the past, but we tend to feel more of that heaviness of the depression and and nostalgia and looking back and wishing that things were different and remembering the good old days. But um, for for today, I bet that you you may be flip-flopping between the past and the future. I'm curious how often, how often do you feel like all of you is fully present in the moment, in the here and now? Even right now, listening to this podcast, listening to me, I invite you to take a deep breath right now, pull all of your attention, your energy, your focus, 
all of you back into the chair or wherever you are listening to this and really drop into your body and and be ready to receive all of this. Um, It doesn't matter what's coming up later. Um, Really, you only create in the now, right? We can only affect right now, right here. So tune in. Let's, Let's just jump in. I want to just jump into performance pressure. Like what the heck is it? And a quick story. I'm actually in North Carolina this weekend. I've came to visit a very dear friend of mine. I love, love, love this woman. And it's funny because we met several years ago. I think it's maybe been like seven years now, but we met when we were both uh, fitness studio owners and just in a season of our life where we were all about go, 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 create, 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 trying to climb the ladder and grow our businesses and grow our teams. And we had joined this mastermind and um, she's an awesome woman, but we were, we were walking, we went on a five mile hike the last two days and, you know, we were just sharing this, this feeling that doesn't go away. She was talking about there's just this constant pressure, right? This constant pressure in her chest, in her mind, in her body, and, and that she had not felt present in years um, and had created so much and yet was not able to fully enjoy and relax enjoy everything that she had created. And I could totally relate to what she was talking about. It's a conversation I have often with my clients. So we got to drop in the woods and do some fun practices to get out of our head into our bodies and start to shift our energy. And it was, it was really freeing in the moment. And, um, it's, it's amazing how quickly we can drop out of our head. And yet we often just keep moving forward feeling like such a hostage and it feels so impossible (laughs) to break free. Um, but what's cool is, you know, I had that conversation with her and then last week we were in Sedona, my husband and I were running a live event and, and we had people come that had been, you know, really suffering with chronic anxiety, not able to get out of their head saying like, I do not meditate. I can't meditate. I constantly have things to do, people to show up for. And, you know, people who'd built amazing lives and weren't able to fully experience the joy of being in the life that they had created. And since then I've gotten texts and emails saying, wow, that was amazing. I've never gone more than two days without anxiety. And here I am, you know, it's been two weeks and I haven't dropped back into that state. So I am sharing this right now because it's fresh, um, fresh from the live event, fresh from, you know, clients that have sent me messages. And I just got a chance to go through this with my girlfriend and this beautiful mountains in North Carolina. And I just think it's such an important conversation. So, so let's go in. So if you're, you know what I'm talking about, the body always keeps the score, right? Um, performance pressure is that urge, that urge that people have (laughs) that they need to critically, like, this is a, urge that is like takes over your body that you critically need to perform at a high level in order to dot, 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 fill in the blanks. I have this crazy wild urge that I can't seem to control that I need to perform at a certain level. And it's a critically, uh, we are very critical about the way we show up critical about how much, you know, how many hours we put in everything we do, how we say it, what other people will think. And so, you know, a lot of this comes from you know, I need to perform in order to get ahead, in order to move away from pain. We have trained ourselves to always be moving away from something, that fire under our ass. And 
in order to get ahead, we always have to be in this pressure cooker. And I have heard many, many clients, my husband actually has said this to me, I perform so good. I had trained myself to perform so well when my back was against the wall. So uh, subconsciously, you know, we just kept keep creating these situations where our back is against the wall so that we can move forward. You know, tune into that. We want to perform at this level. We we have this critical need to perform at this level, this urge in order to move towards a dream. Like we have the fire in our heart. We have the fire in our belly. We know we're created for more. We know we want to serve at a bigger level. So the fire is big. And it's very easy to fall into this state where we're kind of trying to rush or force the production of what we're being called to build and not honoring the timing, the process, not savoring the experience of what it is we are being called to experience in the process of building, in the process of creation. You know, it's often like we are slapping things together forcing relationships, forcing teams to come together prematurely, forcing projects, or being in a constant state of impatience, right? With ourselves, with our team, with the people that we contract, whatever, because we are so impatient internally. I totally relate to this. You know, this was a huge one for me. I I got to a place where I really could honestly say I wasn't moving away from the fire under my ass, but I had such a fire in my heart that I wanted to serve and I wanted to show up. And I was in an energy and a mindset of like, I need it now. I have to make this happen now. This like fear of running out of time and not fully not fully expressing your gifts, not fully being able to live up to what we're created to be. So we're kind of in this race against time, not wanting to, you know, settle for less that we're created for knowing we've got so much in us to give, but here's the catch. Like we are not ready yet to go there, to hold space for what we're being called to build, to create, because there is still work to be done within us and around us in our structure right? To be able to support and hold this new, this new space in our relationship, this new team, this new level of business, this new level of lifestyle that we want, you know, we're, we're creating. And when we are in this energy of pushing and forcing and like being impatient, this is where I see a lot of people expanding very quickly and then contracting. And this is very, very much been my pattern in the past that I can relate to. I'm a quick start. I like to jump in. I often jump out of the plane before I know I've got the shoot. I start businesses before I have a clue what I'm doing, you know, half the time. And that has served me really well because I don't get caught up in hesitation. But what happens is I have been able, I have flipped into a state of impatience. So last episode, we talked about what season are you in? And I'm telling you, God is calling me in, into, I am in a season of practicing and cultivating patience in all things, patience with my body, patience with my children, patience in my relationships, my friendships, my team development, patience in you know, the lifestyle that I'm curating in this season of life. And I can be honest, I, I have always said I am the most impatient person in the world and I don't own that anymore, but impatience is very familiar to me. So why else do we have that urge, that urge that is like, I cannot control this. 
is we're moving away from pain. We're moving towards a dream. There is a deep, deep, deep desire to measure up, to live up to what we are meant for, right? Like that, oh my God, I don't want to fail. I don't want to not live up. I want to be accepted. I want to be part of the tribe. You know, is there is there a group of people or it's status? Let's just call it what it is. You know, yes, we are we are beings that are designed for connection, but many of us are driven so that we can get into a place where we can be connected to this tribe, be accepted. You know, a lot of this we have to check in with ourselves and say, like, what is driving this? Is it my need to belong, to be wanted, to be accepted, to say, like, I am worthy of being here? I do have what it takes. It's really rooted in, you know, the need for significance, right? Um, Certainty to know, like, I have what it takes to be part of this group. And, um, you know, and we we will talk about the six human needs. If you guys aren't aware of that, I'm going to jump into those in a second. But I just wanted to share some of the reasons, like, what the heck is performance pressure? Where does it come from? You know, initially, what what is the drive? What is this urge? And those are significant because at the core of every human being, we do have these innate needs, right? We have innate needs to have safety and certainty. Like that is just a thing. Every single human, that is a primal survival instinct. Am I safe? (laughs) Am I safe? Right. Is there certainty? And this is why so many of us are butting heads with trust the inability to trust ourselves, the inability to trust others, the inability to trust our partner or trust the unknown, even though, you know, we may even have a relationship with God or with the spirit and, you know, have say that we are people of faith. And yet we have such a hard time trusting because the, the primal need for, you know, certainty is so strong. So just tune into that for certainty and safety. And the question is always like, where am I getting that need met? Right. Am I defining like the amount of money in my bank account as what gives me certainty? Like what is the thing that's giving you certainty in this season of life and how quickly can that be taken from us? Right. We have the, we have a innate need for belonging, for connection. Like we are just wired for relationship. Go back to episodes two and three, where I talked about our original design. You know, we have bought this BS that says, I don't need another person. I don't need other people, but that is a complete lie because we absolutely are created to be in relationship. However, when we are chasing validation, from other people in order to fulfill our worth, right? To validate our worth. That's when it starts to get really problematic for us. So we can, it can come, you know, it can start to distort our identity, our worth, our self, our self-worth, the value that we see ourselves giving to the world when this is the primary driver. Instead of, I am here to connect with others from a place of love and understanding, right? And giving. So we have certainty, we have connection, we have variety, which is, I love variety, you guys. You know, I tell you, I moved all the time growing up. I was, you know, we moved every two years. I talked about my two-year plan two episodes ago when I talked about my relationship failures and successes, but variety is a need for us. So this is why we get bored. I mean, we get bored in relationships. We get bored in our businesses. We get bored in our beautiful homes and lifestyles that we're created. If we don't tap into that wild nature that is in us that says, I crave adventure, I crave variety. 
How is it coming into our life, right? So we can be chasing this need for variety and never being satisfied because we're always seeking it outside instead of cultivating, you know, an environment where variety and adventure just is part of who we are and what we experience on a daily basis. I'm I'm busting through these really fast. I will probably come back and do an episode on this. We've got certainty, variety, connection, um, growth, right? Growth is a human need that is so important. Actually, before we go into that, significance, right? Significance, the need to know that you are important. It is, yes, linked to connection, but so much more than that. It's like, am I important? Am I the one, right? This is where our ego loves, loves, loves to play. It's like, look at me. Let me puff my chest out and show you what I have accomplished. Look at all my trophies, right? Look at all my achievements. Look at all my successes. I am the one who made this happen. And, you know, we all have a desire to, you know, a need to feel valued and a priority and loved and wanted and and important for sure. But these needs can be health met in healthy ways. And also then we can go to get them need, uh, those needs met in very unhealthy ways. So significance, the next one, growth, right? Growth. We have a desire to grow. We have a need to grow. Progress equals happiness for many people. Like the, you know, as long as we feel like we're moving forward, that we are making progress, even if it's micro alignments every day, we we're like, yeah, moving forward. I'm growing, I'm expanding. And we know that if we're not growing, we're dying. Anything that is standing still becomes stagnant, stale, boring, and eventually dies. So there is an innate need within us to always be growing. And again, we can have this place where we can grow from a state of curiosity and excitement and wonder and be in a really healthy place with it. Or, and we can also become addicted to always having to push the next level of growth, which I can relate to that as well. And lastly, our sense of our need for contribution, right? We have a need to contribute back to society, to know that I matter in terms of what I bring to the table, that I have value to add to the group, to this community. And I know many of you that are listening are leaders. You are big contributors in your business, to your communities, right? Your various organizations that you give to. And I mean, we contribute in relationships with our friends. We are always sharing and exchanging energy and value and influence. And it is part of our original design. So all of these things are beautiful. They're all part of our original design. There's nothing wrong with them at all. And there's a way to connect to all of those needs and meet those needs in a way that expands us and expands others and multiplies and amplifies everything around us. But when we are getting these needs met (laughs) from external circumstances, external achievements, external things like money, stuff, status, whatever, the pressure cooker becomes very, very intense because we are so out of control. I mean, how much control do we have over the external? Very little. So what we want to do is really bring it back to the internal world, the inner world. 
We know the outer world is always a reflection of what's happening inside. The more chaotic the outer world, the more chaotic the inner world. We can be in the eye of the storm and be very, very calm, right? Um, And grounded. And what we see through our eyes, we don't see all the craziness and the chaos. We're able to slow things down and see things differently. Um, And that has been a game changer for me. So, we, we talked a little bit about performance pressure. What the heck is it? Where does it come from? Why are we so addicted to it? Well, we just said, like, if we're getting our needs met, if we're getting our need for significance met and our need for connection, our love met, and we're getting our need for certainty met by pushing and driving and hustling and being on the go 24-7 and being the source of all things to all people 24-7, you know, it is a very addictive cycle <laughs> that we fall into. And that's why I call it, it is an addiction because people desperately want to break free of it. But there's this fear that what if I slow down? What if I slow down? What if I disconnect even for a moment? What if I take my foot off the gas, even for a day, an hour to, you know, to break free a week, God forbid, a week or two to go on a vacation where I'm fully present with my children, my family. What is going to happen to, you know, my significance, my moving forward, my growth, you know, my value. Um, It is very, very terrifying. And I would say like, this is the number one fear that I see in most people I work with is this crazy fear to slow down and be still the fear that they're going to miss something everything's going to fall apart if they step away, (laughs) right? If they step away, what am I going to come back to on the flip side? And everything is just going to pile up and I don't want to go there. I don't want to. And this really stems from, you know, really this, this sense and this identity that they are the source, that you are the source of all things to all people, rather that you are connected to the source of all things, right? There's a huge shift that happens when we recognize we're just a vessel in a vehicle <laughs> for, for love to flow, for you know all of the things to come out into the world. We're not the source of it. Because if you have to be the source, I mean, that is a lot of pressure, number one, to perform, a lot of pressure to show up, a lot of pressure to produce, to, to be everything to everyone. That's a lot of pressure. So what if you don't have to be the source and instead you're open to being a channel, a vessel, a vehicle for the source, God, you know, of all things to begin to flow in you and through you, for presence to flow through you, for love to flow through you, for, you know, leadership to flow through you, right? For prosperity to flow through you. You are not the source of it. You are a channel for God to use you right? To take you into situations. And the more relaxed, (laughs) the more relaxed you are, the more you have to give, to serve, to pour out, and the more you have to experience. So I want to shift and talk about you know, five ways to break free and shift out of this state. 
I'm all about breaking free of the chains of the past. You guys can tell I'm all about breaking free from being a warrior of the world. That feels like I always have to be the one, right? I talk a lot about the warrior. You are the warrior that says, I got to be the one to fix everything. I got to be the one to lead everyone. I got to be the one that, you know, provides all of the money, all of the resources, all of the things. And you may have a lot of evidence in your world up until this point that say, well, Christine, that's true. I I am the one. Everyone is relying on me. And I just want to say that what you witness today in your outer world is simply a perfect manifested outcome of everything you brought to the table up until this moment, all of your beliefs, your identity, the energy, your operating system. And at any moment, we can begin to break free of that and begin to create, co-create something completely different. So I want to go through five ways to shift out of this, to break free of the pressure cooker, right? To basically pull the plug on being connected to that state where you are in this chronic state of pressure, anxiety, go, go, go noise, and begin to just create some space where we can start to play and shift things completely. And obviously this is something I go through in much more detail in my, my coaching program. So if that's ever something you're interested in, make sure that you check out the show notes and look at the readiness factor assessment, um, which is a starting point to, to jump into those programs. But number one, radical awareness. Step number one, in order to break free of any situation, <laughs> you have got to recognize that you are standing in a cage, right? You are standing in the cage. You know you're in there. You have to get raw, real, and radical with yourself. If you're still denying the fact that this is your operating system, that this is not your reality, right? Like that you're, you're, doesn't matter what tactic, what tool, what strategy you try to implement, it will not work. Number one is radical awareness. Be raw and real with yourself and know that it's there. Know where you are. Know what the current operating system is and just admit it. (laughs) I believe that body awareness is huge here. And it can be as simple as this. Like, look, I got the pressure in my chest constantly. It feels like there is a huge weight or something like gripping my heart, literally squeezing it. Um, That may be something you experience. Constriction in your throat is something else I hear a lot, right? Like people feeling like literally there's a noose around their neck or this pressure in their throat. I hear this one from women a lot more. Pressure in the chest I hear from men. But again, this is not neither here or there. Extreme pain weight in their shoulders and low back. By the way, this is all about feeling supported and safety and safe and having to carry the burden for all things. So if you're feeling these things in your body, your body is a great GPS, a great indicator. These things are flashing lights to let you know something is radically out of alignment. You are in the pressure cooker and we can shift. We can lift the lid. Pressure in the chest, constriction in the throat, weight in the shoulders, upper back. And here's the other one I want to address is gut issues. If your stomach is constantly in knots, you have digestive issues, IBS, right? Issues with digestion, elimination, whatever, like your gut is uneasy. You guys, these are four, just four of a host that I could tap into. But when you are experiencing these things on a ongoing basis, 
tune into your body. That can be the awareness you need. You don't need to know what's causing it. Where's it coming from? You don't need to analyze it. You don't need to figure out what wound caused it. All we need is the awareness in the moment that here I go, my chest is super tight. My throat is constricted. I've got this heavy weight or plate of armor on my shoulders, my guts and knots. I got to shift, right? That is all we need to start to shift. Okay. That is the moment where we pull back. A lot of people, we are trained to push through that, right? It doesn't matter. Have another coffee, you know, put a couple meetings in the calendar. I'll deal with this later. We push away. We push through. We are forcing ourselves to focus in the name of willpower and discipline. And I am so not for that. I am so not for that. There is a time, of course, discipline and structure is necessary, but there is a difference between pushing through sheer will and force and discounting what our body is really trying to communicate to us. Training ourselves to be numbed out, disconnected, mistrusting our body is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous game. So when you are feeling these things, I invite you to slow down, take a step back, like literally pull back, relax in your chair. Just take a moment right now to disconnect from the noise. By the way, there are so many tools and modalities available for you that you can put in your toolbox to help you the minute you have that level of awareness. You can do breath work. You can take, you know, 10 to 20 slow deep breaths. You can do a short meditation. You can pray. You can just turn all the lights off and just sit in darkness for a moment. Like there are so many ways to do this. You can use music. There's so many ways to shift your state. I'm going to give you one at the end of this podcast. This is the moment right now when you have radical awareness that you have conscious choice. (laughs) So in this moment, we're going to consciously choose to get curious and begin asking questions. So we're disconnecting from all of the noise. We're going to drop into our body. That's why I had you connect to your body. And I want you to connect with your body and your heart and begin to ask yourself, who and what am I performing for right now? I want you to visualize you're literally like on a stage and you've got an audience. What the heck is this for anyways? Who am I performing for? What is driving this performance? What validation from other people? What affection? What significance? What certainty am I performing for or chasing that I'm trying to get unconsciously just by being in this state, right? What if I just slow down a little bit and stop performing for that and start performing from a different place, a place that's truly grounded and at ease and relaxed and focused and clear. So asking questions is so key because what I find is in these moments of awareness, we actually start you know, whipping ourselves with the criticism, the judgment of like, what the heck is wrong with you? Just push through, take another meeting, right? And we are telling ourselves what to do, or we are asking really bad questions. <laughs> we are asking questions like, what's wrong with me? What the heck is wrong with you? Why don't you have energy, right? And and we are, you ask a poor question, you get a poor answer. So this is the moment of getting curious and begin to ask yourself questions that are rooted in curiosity 
right? Get curious to explore, to discover, and to just really tune in and listen to what your body and your heart have to say. The third step I want to say here is what does success get to look like for me today or in this season? Are you in a season where you are being called to redefine what success looks like, what a successful day, a successful morning, a successful month, year, successful parenting, successful relationship, looks like for you in this season of life. Cause look, man, when it, when you were 20, <laughs> when I was 20, success looked very different than it does today. Right. Wildly different. And that was good. I needed that to get to where I am here, but I know that what got me here is not what's going to take me to the next level, not what's going to expand my capacity to hold more space to serve more people, to, to love and honor my husband and be there for my children and, and, and. So what got us here is often now the very thing that is bottlenecking our, our, our ability to hold more space, to increase in capacity and service and love. So step number three is let's redefine success in this season. Step number four, If this is true, this is what success looks like to me. I can honestly say if I, you know, was able to experience this or feel like this, this is what success looks like. Then the question is, what are you willing and open to practice today that you were not willing and open to do yesterday? This is a very key thing. Like it's being in a state of play, being in a state of exploration. Am I willing and open? If I have redefined success, and that is truly what it means to me, am I willing and open to play and experiment today differently than I was yesterday? What might that look like? And begin to shift your eyes, right? And begin to tune into that energy of play, you guys, that we have gotten way too serious about so much of our lives that we are losing the joy. We are losing the freedom. We are losing the playfulness and the passion of it all. And step five is really once we get that answer, right? Maybe your heart is telling you to to do something or your body's telling you, I need to take the afternoon and rest, or I want to, I need to go this way with this project, or I need to put that on pause for a minute. Whatever comes through for you, the last step is really cultivating trust, learning to trust the process, right? And this is probably like step one, you know, just slowing down enough is the, the terrifying thing. Step one, this is probably the next most terrifying thing is really beginning to trust the process of making those micro realignments, micro decisions. They're not full 180s. They're subtle shifts. They're 1% shifts that have a ripple effect that change the tide for the rest of the day. The presence we bring to the table, the way things show up for us, And I'm telling you, it's these micro realignments, these micro adjustments of our energy, of our thoughts, of our presence that really are the game changers. So um, just to recap, recap, because we talked about a lot of things. Number one, are you still in the pressure cooker? I want you to tune in today and ask yourself, am I operating in a pressure cooker 24 seven? What the heck is all this performance? for? What am I getting out of it? Who am I performing for? Is it time for me to redefine what success looks like for me, for my relationships, for my relationship with my kids, my health in this season and begin to lean into that. 
I want to support you guys in that process. So if this is something that is really speaking to you and you're like, yes, Christine, I, (laughs) I want to go there. I have no clue what this looks like. Maybe it's terrifying. I don't know where to start. I want to give you the place to start in the show notes. You may download a free guided uh, meditation, a visualization practice that I walk many clients through to help you get out of your head and into your heart. So make sure that you tune into that grab that from the show notes. You can drop out of your head and into your heart. This is step one. It is a 12 minute guided visualization practice, and it is absolutely free. Make sure you grab that from the show notes. And of course, for those of you who want to go deeper into this journey and take the next step, I invite you to go ahead and complete the readiness factor assessment also available in the show notes, which will just really show you whether you are positioned and ready to go into this journey and to receive um, that which it is that you desire. So you guys just remember when you're in your head, you're dead. (laughs) When you're in your heart, you've just tapped into superpowers you didn't even know you had. And when you are able to bring the two together, you get to execute, play, and experience a whole new game while creating a ripple effect all around you. So if you're ready to experience deeper love, adventure, and courageous leadership as the norm, not the exception. I invite you to download that uh, guided meditation today. Thank you again for being here, sending you all much love. Here's to living the untamed life, the only life worth living. I will see you on the next episode. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.